Hey guys, Shannon Robnett with the Real Estate Rundown. Wanted to talk with you today about what are you going to do with it when you got it? You've been out there, you've been tracking it, you found it, the elusive beast, and you're going to put it under contract and you do that. Now what happens? Now the work begins. Now the analysis stops. No, that's not true. That's not true. Guys, we all know that this game has got 17 different layers if it's got one, right? So you've been out hunting, you've been tracking it down, you've figured out what you want, and now you know you want this beauty right here. You get with your realtor, you get with your wholesaler, you whoever, however you got it, and you get that thing under contract, and then you proceed with your due diligence. What is due diligence? Due diligence is we made a lot of assumptions. We assumed that this was hooked up to sewer and water. We assumed that the property taxes were current and the roof didn't leak. We assumed that the structure had had a building permit. We assumed that there was no easements across the property. We assumed, we assumed, we assumed, right? Well, now your due diligence time period is there for you to prove, prove, prove in a fashion that allows for you to discover all that is there. And if things are not as they were portrayed, if things were different than advertised, or if things were just unknown, maybe it's an estate sale or something like that, this is the time when you get to take that apart and find out what's really under the hood and make sure everything is as it's supposed to be. So most people do their own due diligence, but there are Quite a few cases where you shouldn't be doing some of these things on your own. For instance, title work. Title work is one of the easiest things to outsource because your local title company wants to do it for you. They have the legalese, they have the background, they've got the title search engines. You can order your listing package, you can order all of these things, you can open escrow with them. They want to give you these services and they're typically free. Get a hold of your title agent and find out how do I open escrow? How do I get a title report? How do I get the information that I need now that I have this monster under contract? And then sit down with an escrow officer and have them help you understand the exceptions that are in there. Now, I have it on a credible source that we will be having a title officer and a marketing officer on our program here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're working on getting into their busy schedule. Things are hopping in the real estate world right now. But I want to get them on here to tell you exactly what goes into a title report and exactly how to take it apart and what that means to everyone on the show. So some good news there. But guys, I want to tell you, once you get into your due diligence, unless you have an extensive background in construction, there's some things that you should probably hire done, and that's probably have a home inspection done by a home inspector. If you get a good one, he'll show you everything that is even thinking about breaking. The roof inspection, the foundation inspection, this light plate cover is broken. This is not the right one. There's no GFI in the bathroom. There is a laundry list of things to do, and that does not mean that you're going to get all those fixed, but it does mean that he's identified all of them for you, and that's awesome because... That will tell you a lot of the things that you have there uh, that probably need to be looked after and looked over. Now, does that home inspection absolve you from doing your own? No. No. Does that home inspection provide you with millions of dollars worth of guarantees? No. Not really. Not if you read their contracts. 
but what it does do is it does give you a nice document. It gives you some good reading. You've looked around the outside. You've seen that there's no obvious mold or there's not a leaking roof or nothing's broken. But you've got an in-depth report from someone who is a professional that does have the documentation software that is going to be called upon by your lender to vouch for things. So you've gone through that, you've cleared your title, you've checked your septic or your well or your city sewer and water, you've checked your taxes, you've checked all the things that you need to check and now it's time to close on this monster. You've gotten through your due diligence. So first things first, guys, once you get it under contract, you should congratulate yourself, but you're still a long way from the finish line. The second thing you need to do is do your due diligence. And the best thing you can do with this, like I said, is hire your professional help and get a mentor that will walk you through what to look for with due diligence. Because those of us that have had due diligence issues are the first ones to try and help others not have the same due diligence issues. Most of the time, there's not a whole lot that goes into it, but if you're doing things different, if you're wanting to make this an Airbnb, it's always worth a phone call to the manager the or the president of the HOA to see what they think about Airbnbs. Everybody promises, oh, my guys won't be like that, but it always, your guys are like that. Uh, but what about short-term rentals as a whole? What about long-term rentals? How's that work? So guys, there's a lot of things to do in your due diligence, but uh, we can get you, if you reach out to us here at uh, the Real Estate Rundown, hit us on Twitter, hit us on Instagram. We'll get you a checklist of due diligence items that we use here. So, uh, or go to shannonrobnet.com connect with me. I will get you a due diligence checklist. We'll talk to you next time, guys, on the Real Estate Rundown with Shannon Robnett.